does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. A lot of basketball, some cold, cold weather coming in, so hope you're all in. The winds are raging, quite frankly, so relax. Let's talk some basketball. We're glad you're with us. The man is going to shepherd you through the scores every 15 minutes. The star of our show, Network Indiana's James Adams. Thanks, Coach. It's a pleasure to be with you here in downtown Indianapolis, as well as with Kyle and Tally here on the ones and twos. We got a busy night for you. A lot of high school basketball, a lot of NBA basketball, Hoosiers in action as well. Right now, the Pacers are locked in battle in the fourth quarter against the Atlanta Hawks. Pacers in front, one eighteen to ninety three. The Hoosiers, they took on the Minnesota Golden Gophers. They got the victory 74-62. Looking at some boys' high school basketball, Belmont, they took on Norwell. They win 51-45. Bethesda Christian, they took care of business against Indianapolis International. Bethesda wins 72-32. Christian Academy in Lanesville, tough night for Lanesville. They lose to Christian Academy 50-23, the final score in that one. And Corden Central and Clarksville. Corden Central wins 63-57. Danville and North Montgomery. Danville wins 73-30. Quick look at girls' high school basketball. Alexandria and Ellawood. Alexandria wins 66-11. Blackford and Mississinawa. Blackford gets the 39-33 victory. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm James Adams. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. We're glad you're with us. Some some college basketball and some high school basketball tonight. IU with a, I think a much needed win over Minnesota tonight in Assembly Hall. That that was an important win. Um, not a good uh, not a good performance earlier in the week. Um, so you know, on the you're on the right side. You're on the good side. Feel good about yourselves. So congratulations to them. It's going to be a very interesting day of basketball tomorrow on the college front. Um, I think a very interesting weekend. And tonight, though, um, Fort Wayne and Robert Morris, we'll get that score for you later on. (coughs) Excuse me for the cough. Coming up tomorrow, Seton Hall will be at Butler. Yikes. Oakland will be at IUPUI. It's a 2 o'clock game. Greg Rickstraw and I will have that game on ESPN+. Plus. Penn State will be at Purdue at 2.15. Indiana State at Toledo tomorrow night. Belmont will be at Indiana State tomorrow afternoon at 2. Missouri State at Evansville at a 7 o'clock tip. And Florida State and Notre Dame for a 2.15 tip. Those are your Division One matchups. We'll talk about those a little bit later on. James Adams, busy night of basketball. Tell me what's going on. Well, right now the Pacers have a sizable lead against the Hawks. That's good. It's their uh, the first game of a six-game Western road trip. This was a big one. They really yeah. needed to uh, pick up the win here tonight. And right now, there's still some time left, but right now it looks like they're in pretty good position. Uh, 627 left in the fourth. Pacers up 118-93 to over the Hawks. 
as we know, without Tyrese Halliburton. Mm-hmm. And so it would be very, very important, very interesting. You know, pick up games when you can mm-hmm. during the, his absence because you don't not you really don't know how long it's going to be. Oh, absolutely. I think if they can go about three and three split uh, this six-game road trip without Halliburton, he gets back. They would they would take that, I think, any day of the week. Um, right now, they're being led by Buddy Heald. He's got 18 points. Uh, Benedict uh-huh. Matherin's uh-huh. got 15 as well. He's been playing pretty well right. recently. All right, James, hold that thought while we talk to the man who's actually the best at what he does, Greg Rakestraw from the ISC Sports Network. Marion County semifinals in basketball, boys basketball tonight. Greg Rakestraw, tell me what is happening at Southport tonight. Well, what is happening is uh, two teams have moved on to the Mar Knights championship game. One of them expected, one of them probably a bit of a surprise. The finalists will be Lawrence North and Franklin Central. So, Lawrence North beats North Central 73-53. LN has just been a machine so far this year. Uh, right. 13-0 on the season. Didn't have a great shooting night, but they are so active. They are so deep. It frankly did not matter. Tremendously balanced effort. Xavier Robinson, Kobe Bowles with 14. Uh, off the bench, Jared Thomas had 13 points. Uh, Davion Hampton didn't play the first handful of games. He's now back for this Lawrence North squad. This is an LN team that gets back another shooter in Miles Good at some point in time during the month of January. He recovers from a knee injury. So they're one of the best teams, if not the best team in the state. They get another experienced player back at some point in time in the next few weeks. Great size with uh, McGrew as well as uh, Brendan Miller, who go 6'9 and 6'7 respectively. And this is a team with with some key seniors, but a lot of sophomores and juniors as well. In other words, Lawrence Orr is going to be real good for the next two or three years, which is kind of what you expect from this program. Yeah, I would think so. Obviously, the bar has been very, very high for quite a while. But uh, you talked about it. They have played at this level most of the year, so it's not unsurprising to see them continue to play like they did tonight. You mentioned the surprise being Franklin Central, uh, beating a a, a very good uh, North Central team. Excuse me. Uh, it wasn't North Central. It was Warren Central. 55-49, Franklin Central over Warren. As long as Chris Byers is coaching, I think you have a chance. <laughs> That's the case for Warren, but Kyle Ballard doing a great job in his first year at Franklin Central. This is the right. second consecutive uh, Mick opponent they have beaten and second consecutive opponent in which they avenged uh, a, a potential early season loss. They have another chance in terms of Lawrence North, uh, but uh, really well done uh, by this Franklin Central team. They were down by 13 early uh, mm. in the second quarter. Uh, they didn't get their first lead until the fourth quarter. And, again, their star mm-hmm. is, is E.J. Hazlitt, uh, who is talented junior. He had eight points tonight but only had one field goal. It was a great balanced effort from Franklin Central. They began, or before, at the end of the season, or end of the year, I should say, they were 3-6. and six. They've now won five consecutive games. And, again, they are playing for a Marion County Championship for the first time in ten years. Hey, can you hang on through this short break? Because I want to ask you what the turnaround might be all about and mention a little something you and I are doing a week from from Sunday. So if you can hang on, that would be great. You got it. Coming up, Greg Rakestraw and I'll come back, talk some more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Greg Rigstraw from the ISC Sports Network stays with us as the Marion County Tournament tonight, Lawrence semifinals there. Lawrence North beats uh, North Central 73-53. Franklin Central over Warren Central 55-49. Greg and I tomorrow will be at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. Uh, UPUI hosting Oakland in Horizon League play. And a week from Sunday, Greg and I will be live at the IHSAA headquarters for the girls pairing show for the upcoming IHSAA state championship in girls basketball. Greg... It's not like we don't see each other, but we, we have a busy week coming up. It is that time of year where you and I get to spend a lot of quality time, and it's frankly a time of the year where we spend a lot of time crunching numbers, preparing notes. It is a labor of love. Um, those shows are two of the favorite things that I do all year, but um, we do put in a lot of work, so we have something of intelligence to say about 64 <laughs> different sectionals across the state of Indiana. So I, I am going to lead a monk-like existence next week in preparing for next Sunday afternoon show. I, I fully understand. So we, we've got a, a little college basketball to call tomorrow and Horizon League play. And, and then, as you mentioned, I can't I, – well, obviously, everyone says this every year. I'm on that bandwagon. We are already at the pairing show for girls' basketball, which is literally inconceivable to me. I, I don't know how this happens. Well, you know, we're getting older, so hence time flies by even faster for us. Uh, but, the, but the second part is, because the girls' basketball season is staggered in front of the boys, that is the one that always jumps up quick. And for me, like the yeah. warning is the Hall of Fame classic, where we start going, hey, you know, team so-and-so has like, you know, five or six games left to go in the season. I had LN and LC on the girls' side last night, two of the top teams in the state, and, and LC won uh, 54-51 in that one. And I think LC has three games left to go this year. That's it, because they're already 20-1 and because they have right, played in, in right. so many showcase events. So they're one of the teams we're going to be talking about. But, yes, um, the girls' pairing show is kind of the sign we are hitting the home stretch of the basketball season. Well, it's also a sign, too, and, and, and this is a kind of a preview of what we're going to deal with on the pairing show. We're, we're in a cycle of tremendously talented young men and women in our state, and so I think, like you mentioned, the games you had, I'm not sure there's a favorite in any one of the particular classes. If they're, I know in your mind it's Lanesville. It will be a permanent <laughs> uh, because, you know, they're the defending champs in 1A, I understand it, but um, there are really, really good teams in all four classes. Yes, there are. Uh, and on the Lanesville front, um, they can certainly make it back to Gamebridge Fieldhouse, but they have by far the best team in their own sectional they've had in this run of success because Borden is really good. Uh, and they played back in December. Lanesville won that game 35-33, played to a packed house in Borden. At the time, Lanesville did not have their tallest player in Shelby Allen, who had a big game in the state finals last year. She was out due to a knee injury. She came back at the end of December, so it is a bit of a different Lanesville team. But it is not a guaranteed route uh, to get back to a state championship for the Lanesville Eagles. But especially in 4A, I think that the song is the same in both the boys and the girls. There is There are very good teams. There is not mm-hmm. a dominant nor unbeatable team. Now, again, I reference Lawrence Central. 
twenty and one. Their lone loss came back on right. December the second to George Rogers Clark of Kentucky. So no one from Indiana has beaten them. Um, they have four exceedingly talented players. Two of them, the Lampley sisters, uh, Jayla and Lola, junior and sophomore, respectively. At the game I had last night, I think the college coach count was somewhere in the double digits. A little scouting and recruiting and, and watching <laughs> right, players on right. both sides because both LC and LN play a lot of sophomores and juniors. They're going to be good for each of the next couple of years. Uh, but but this is a year where, you know, most years anything can happen. I think that is especially the case at the top levels on both the boys' and the girls' side this year. Greg Rakestraw from the ISC Sports Network. He and I will be doing the IUPUI Oakland game tomorrow live from the Farmers Coliseum. Greg, thanks for your time. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Have a good night. Thank you. Coming up, John Herrick from the IU Sports Network will join us talking about the Hoosiers' big win over Minnesota tonight. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Quick update from Atlanta right now with about a couple of seconds left in the fourth quarter. The Pacers are up 126 to 108. They will get the win in their first of six Western road trip. A big, a big win for the Pacers. Up next for them, they have got a showdown with the Nuggets in Denver. That's a big one as well. Boys high school basketball. A couple more scores coming in right now. Fishers in Brownsburg. Fishers, they take care of business. They win 60-45. to Evansville North, they took on Vincennes Lincoln tonight. They win 63-57, the final score in that one. Evansville Memorial. They played Evansville Matter Day. Evansville Memorial wins 52-50. Greenfield Central and Newcastle. Tough day for Newcastle. Greenfield Central wins 70-50, the final score. Jeffersonville, they took on Floyd Central. Jeffersonville wins 74-49. Harrison West Lafayette, they played Kokomo, and Kokomo got the 76-42 victory in that one. Moving on to girls high school basketball. New Palestine, New Palestine and Pendleton Heights. New Pal wins 50 52-48. North Miami and Northfield, 57-41, the final score in favor of North Miami. Northeastern and Knightstown, Northeastern wins 67-23, Northview and South Putnam, final score 50-31 for Northview. Rossville and Tri-Central. Tri-Central, they lose 33-46. Sullivan and West Vigo. Sullivan wins 45-43. Terre Haute North versus Terre Haute South. North wins 47-29. And Tri-West, they beat Lebanon 37-31. Send your scores into at IND Sports Talk on Twitter. I'm James Adams for Network Indiana Sports. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. IU tonight, 74-62 winners over Minnesota from the Indiana University Sports Network. John Herrick. John, thanks so much for the call. Very good win. Very important win for the Hoosiers tonight. Yeah, Bob, uh, some people were asking me since Tuesday night, do you think Indiana's going to win on Friday against Minnesota? Uh, Sometimes in life, the most simple explanation is the right one. And I said, yes, they're going to win Friday night because they have to. And they played with that type of urgency (laughs) right from the tip-off. They never trailed in the game. They were up by as many as 21. There were a few rough spots here and there. But, you know, we talked about that win against Ohio State where they didn't exactly play great but won it. 
this might have been maybe their most complete performance of the season, and it comes at a very critical juncture of the season when they're about to play three incredibly tough teams in the Big Ten. You've got, of course, the game that needs really no introduction coming up on Tuesday night against uh, a certain school from West Lafayette in Purdue. Right. Then you got when you got to play Wisconsin on the road is in the top 25. Then after that, you got to play Illinois, who's ranked in the top 25. So you've got three top 25 opponents coming up next. Uh, not saying Indiana can't win those games. They certainly can. But when you know you have that type of a tough schedule coming up, you had to get this one at home tonight, and they did. I think that's a great point, John. I really do. It's a team uh, that played with a sense of urgency because it needed to. Uh, and I would remind people, and I'm, you know me, I'm not an apologist. I think of myself as a realist. I don't have a dog in the fight, so to speak. It's an IU team that has a lot of new faces. It's an IU team still trying to figure out an identity, and I'm not sure that they have or I'm not sure that they necessarily will. But at this particular point, this is what this team is. They're going to play some great games at home. They're going to struggle against really good teams on the road, which is, you know, that's a lot of teams can say that. And so there's nothing there. And they're still trying to figure out who needs to do what, who needs to be where and when. And they also haven't figured out yet how hard they have have to play on the defensive end aside from some of the other shortcomings they've got a lot going on with this team but overall i'm optimistic about where they can be yeah uh yeah definitely bob and i think one thing you got to like about indiana's chances against purdue on tuesday you know purdue's got to play tomorrow against penn state so purdue's going to have a game on saturday and then the game against indiana on tuesday right. have a shorter turnaround than indiana is plus it's a home game for indiana so uh, a lot of things are, that are working in the Hoosiers' favor here today, but they needed a complete game. They needed multiple guys to step up. They certainly needed to do a better job of rebounding the basketball. They had to turn the ball over a lot less. They only had two turnovers at half in this game. They ended up with 10, so they were a little mm-hmm. sloppy with the basketball in the second half, but they had 17 assists to 10 turnovers, so they shared the ball a lot better, and they got six steals. So, I mean, they found a way uh, to get back into it um, on the turnover side, and they got 16 points off the turnovers. If you remember in the Rutgers game, you know, they turned it over 18 times and missed 11 free throws. Free throw shooting still is a bit of a problem tonight, but you saw a lot of improvement in this game from the Tuesday night's game that you needed to see in order to feel good about the rest of the season. Uh, where has a double-double tonight, which they needed? Mbako had a nice night, had 19. Uh, you need these guys to step up and do things for you. Yeah, I mean, McKenzie Mbako with a, with a new season high for him. And, and I thought that he's often a player that just plays well when he's in rhythm. And Mm-hmm. It's a, the, maybe the most important two plays of the game, Trey Galloway hits a three to start the game, and then McKenzie Mbaco hits one. It's 6 nothing right off the bat. And those are two guys that really need to, to feel their shot go in, I think, in order for them to have confidence. And, and also, too, you know, Trey is also – Trey Galloway is a player that I think his confidence grows when he's out there making plays – other people and he made a lot of plays tonight for indiana he had seven assists 
to go along with his 10 points. So not only did Khalil Ware have a double-double, Trey Galloway was not that far away from a double-double himself. So it was good to see him get back uh, and play more confident basketball because, of course, he struggled on Tuesday against Rutgers. Of course, that's not really saying much because the whole team struggled. But, um, you know, you need to get these games at home. The home crowd was great. The students were back because it's no longer Christmas break. The holiday break is over. And the students were a big help, too, making that atmosphere electric. And they will be big on Tuesday as well. I absolutely will be. The place will just be crazy on Tuesday. And and, and I think it's kind of cool uh, that they're out, that kids are back. That's what this is supposed to be about. So tonight, Hoosiers, 74-62 winners over Minnesota, taking on the Boilermakers on Tuesday night. John Herrick. It's great to be you. I wish I were you. I don't mind being me, but I'd kind of like to be you. Thanks so much for the call, John. Have a great weekend. <laughs> no, not a problem, Bob. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks very much. Coming up, we're going to talk more basketball. Um, just a great win for the Hoosiers. Um, they needed to bounce back. I think everyone understands. And listen, uh, you, you're just now into January, so... Um, those with little faith, you just give things time. They're they're not last year's team. This is a different group. I think you've already under, understood that. But just um, um, be patient. I know fans aren't patient. It's not something that they necessarily do. But I would tell you that um, you need to be patient with them. Coming up, we're going to talk about high school basketball. As John mentioned, Purdue and uh, IU on Tuesday, some um, great matchups clearly coming up tomorrow in college basketball. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night on our Saturday night edition of Indiana Sports Talk. Uh, we'll talk about um, the Boilers and their matchup with Penn State. Ball State is on the uh, uh, on the road. They are at Toledo tomorrow night. Butler at home tomorrow against uh, Seton Hall. Oakland will be at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum taking on IUPUI tomorrow. That's a 2 o'clock start. Greg Rakestraw and I will be on that game on ESPN+. Plus. So tune us in. Give us a listen. Tell us what you think. Belmont's at Indiana State. Sycamores continue to play great basketball. Missouri State at the University of Evansville. Florida State at Notre Dame. Those are your Division I games tomorrow. Top of the hour scoreboard up coming up with... James Adams, this is Indiana Sports Talk.